0: Welcome to the LifePoint Palm Bay Sermon Podcast. We encourage you to make copies of this message, but please don't charge for those copies. If you'd like to know more about LifePoint Palm Bay, please visit lifepointpb.com. Welcome, church. We're here at House to House, episode 13 on May the 6th, and as we... Begin this week or actually move into this week. We are operating now in phase one of the reopening of Florida. We heard from the governor last week. And I wanted to let you know that we understood, and the governor's made it clear, that all along in this, the church churches are exempt from the governor's orders. We understood that. Uh, We have chosen, the elders and I have chosen that we're going to operate under that because quite honestly, we're part of this community. Um, We know people, we love people, we're walking through this together, so we're not going to pull ourselves apart and say, well, we live by different rules than everyone else. We want to join them as they walk through it, and so we've done that, and we're going to continue to do that in this reopening. Uh, We're looking at the guidelines the governor gave for retail and for restaurants, where he's asked them to have 25 percent capacity, and so we're going to begin a kind of a slow reopening, what we call reset, so when you hear that term, you'll recognize what it is. These meetings that we'll be doing during this reopening time, we'll call them reset meetings, reset gatherings. And so when you hear the term reset, you'll know. And because we really are, we're having to reset. We're having to kind of start over. And these meetings will be smaller because they'll happen in Freedom Hall. Also, some of the gatherings, for example, the Men's Fireside Chat, can continue. To do, they can start doing that again. That's an outdoor gathering, but usually falls under the guidelines that we're talking about. The the reset meetings that will happen, what we want to do is to start next Tuesday, that's Tuesday the 12th, and Wednesday the 13th, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. And what we'll do is have sign up, this this information will come to you in an email, so be looking for that, how you can sign up, because you'll need to sign up, we want to be able to have 30 people, no more than 30 people sign up, and then we'll have a few leaders there as well, but we want to stay under that 25% capacity for that room. Some have said, well, why don't we use the sanctuary because it's larger? It is. We could put nearly a hundred people in there under those guidelines, but it's very difficult to hear when people are trying to communicate in a smaller setting in the sanctuary. And so we want to use the rooms that are more conducive so that we can actually hear one another, pray with one another, worship with one another, just have a special time. Again, this won't be our Sunday morning worship. This will not be 6-4. This won't be our other gatherings. It will have components probably of all those things, but it's its own unique gathering that will be happening during the This time. Now, let me share something else that's on my heart because there's a spiritual component to this as well. The enemy loves to take during times like this and bring disruption. He loves to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what John says. And he really loves to do it among God's people. So can I challenge you in two ways? I want to challenge you in a way to two ways to pray. Number one, pray, pray against the enemy. Pray against The enemy, the principalities and powers of hell and all of their schemes and how they want to bring division and to bring fear and to bring discouragement and to bring harm to the people of God, but to all people. And pray, pray for one another in this way, but pray against the enemy schemes in the name and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have power in his name and in his blood. Secondly, pray for the filling of the Holy Spirit constantly in your life, and I'm praying it in my life, so that we treat one another with grace, that we have grace, because he's full. Jesus is full of grace and truth. So what we're asking the Holy Spirit to do is make us like Jesus, full of grace and truth. The reason I say that is because people are responding differently to the information that they receive. Some of this information, it will take a while for we know what's really true and what's not true, and so we're working with the information that we have right now. But different people respond different ways. Give them room, give them grace. Um, don't condemn someone because they're not thinking the same way you are because they're, they're responding in a different way. For example, someone may wear a mask and think that by wearing a mask, I am keeping others from being harmed, I'm saving lives. And that may very well be true. We don't know, all the data is still out on that, but we're getting information, we don't know for sure. That may be true, but you wouldn't want to go to someone else and say, you're killing people because you're not wearing a mask. That's not full of grace, all right? On the other hand, somebody not wearing a mask may say, you know what, you don't have any faith. You're not trusting God. You're living in fear, and fear is not of God. And again, not grace. Um, We can share our thoughts. We can share how we arrived at our decisions and how God's leading us and all that, but we do it with grace with one another. And we give people room to hear from God. I'm not the Holy Spirit. You're not the Holy Spirit. He really does his job well, and he doesn't need our help. Alright, so let's allow him to do that in people's lives. The enemy would love to use this time to bring, about, um, to bring about division. Let me also say this though, even if you and I don't feel like we need to do something for ourselves, the Holy Spirit may lead us to do it for someone else. That we can willingly, in love, say, you know what, I'm doing this on your behalf. I don't necessarily feel I need to do it for me, but I want to do it for you. That looks like Jesus, alright? So let's pray together. And let me encourage you as we begin this reopening, look for that email, but as we begin the reset, um, be prayerful as we go through this time. And the Lord, we're asking right now, I'm, first of all, I'm praying against every power and principality of hell, every scheme that the enemy has, everyone to bring division and to bring, um, to bring hurt to bring bitterness, all that the enemy would love to do, I pray against in the name and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have power. We have victory in his name. We have power because of the blood. The enemy has been defeated. He is a defeated foe. We declare it today. And Lord, I pray that you're going to protect us as a church as we go through this, as we reset. And not just us, but the body of Christ at large. We want to be an example to the world of what it looks like to go through COVID-19 with Jesus. So Lord, help us do this. And then fill us, Holy Spirit. Fill us, daily fill us, remind us that we're asking you to fill us, to fill us with grace, to fill us with love, to cause us to be be patient with one another, to be able to speak the truth but do it in love, and to be able to give you room to work in people's lives so that we don't have to convince, we don't have to try to take over your job. Lord, thank you that you are going to do this to bring honor and glory to your name, and we're going to be changed in the process. And so we praise you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace and peace.